Hey. How are hey. you, mate? Good. Yourself? Yeah, pretty good. It's been one more week right now, right? Yeah, a week since we talked and yeah, the weather's starting to improve, which is good, which means and things are getting close to Christmas, which is also nice. Oh, that's nice. And we also have some great news for Australian marathon records. You know? Yeah, the men's and female record got broken on the same day, December 4th, and they both stood for quite a while. The, the men's had been standing since the 80s and the women's one that was set in the early 2000s. So it's pretty impressive and cool to see it both on the one on the same day. Different races, though. Wow, on the same day, that is incredible, right? But for us, it is really long time to see a new record coming out. Uh, do you think like do, any like, reasons behind the fact it takes like 15 years, right? I think for the men's record, you, you can look at the person who set it in the 80s and they were the world champion at the time. So it was yeah. a very, very high standard. And we haven't had a world champion level runner for a while. It's, it's kind of a one-off thing in our lifetime to see that person set it so they raised the bar pretty high but then also on the other hand running in the last 30 years has not progressed in terms of uh, the amount of people doing it as other sports so we've lost a lot of good runners to other professional sports and also running has shifted away from focusing on the marathon early in people's career so they've focused on 5,000, 10,000 half marathon events and then moved on to the marathon later on. Whereas in the 80s, the strategy was more focus on the marathon early and, and start to learn it and get it right so that when you're at your peak, you can smash it and have a really good time. Oh, so basically like get back to the 80s and 90s, you would think there, were, uh, there was like more competition and uh, all the athletes, uh, they can focus on the marathon more easily. But right now, people can choose another different type of uh, running games because uh, they can get more paid for that. Yeah, the marathon running really boomed in popularity in the 70s in America. And then that flowed on to the 80s and 90s around the world. So you can see from there, like people were just really keen on just going straight for the marathon, whereas popularity, that's kind of waned a bit. And 5,000, 10,000 meter, 5K, 10K fun runs are, are just way more popular than they used to be. And so that attracts more money and more races at that level and more competition. And people sort of consider the marathon as an afterthought now in their professional careers. Oh, so, so right now we can say like there are more athletes who prefer to have a, a shorter range of the marathon games rather than like the traditional longer one. Yeah, I'd say so. And when you factor Ooh. in, you know, the amount of people that probably are lost to the sport before they even start because professional sports, AFL, football, soccer, cricket, tennis, they're all taking a lot of participants away more so than they used to. Yeah. So what do you think, uh, what's the reason for that? Like right now, like young athletes, they prefer a shorter version of marathon. It's just like, because I can imagine like if we have a shorter version of marathon, we just have, we can only spend less time. But like there will be more audience. Do you think that would be one of the reasons? Yeah, it's just people are busy these days and it's hard to train for a marathon. It, it takes a lot of commitment and dedication and think of all the different things that we fill up our lives with, jobs and socialising. You know, we do a bit more of that than we probably used to in the 80s and 90s. It's hard to say because I wasn't here in the 80s and 90s, right? But um, yeah, I just think 
people's attention spans are shorter now and if they can get away with doing a 10k or a 21k race and be successful at that well they don't really need to go for the marathon Mm. the marathon is still for a lot of people it's it's a different event it's a it's a spirit almost spiritual in terms of the history of it It goes back to uh early greek war days as to why it's called a marathon and why it's that length and so if that if people don't really appreciate that and they just think it's why why am i running for two three hours then it can seem kind of you know why could why can't i just run for one hour and be done with it yeah, that's right. I can totally imagine like if there will be more sponsors for some certain type of running races, that will make a huge difference because athletes will just spend more time on it. They can enjoy more competition because in the in this race there will be more high level athletes and people pay more attention. On it. Yeah, that is totally different. Yeah, and uh, yeah, um, just tell me more about it. Like right now. Um, like what kind of marathon do we have right now? Like like you said, a, a shorter version is more popular right now, but like how many different we have? Uh, we have a lot of marathons around. Um, probably still the same as we had in the 80s. Like the marathon is always 42Ks, right? But we just have a lot more events that are shorter than 42Ks. Yeah. And the marathons that we have now, though, uh, they've been around for a while and they're starting to... I guess get more popular again as the technology has now improved in in shoe technology and food on the go. So back in the 80s and 90s and the early 2000s when these records were set that have just been broken, it was really hard to get your nutrition on the run and the shoe quality wasn't that great. But now the science of it has really improved and that's bringing more people and making it more accessible for people to enjoy the full marathon as opposed to making it a real suffer fest like like it was for a while and people just wanted to suffer through it in the 80s whereas yeah now people have got really good shoes that that means their legs don't get banged up as much and they can get a lot of nutrition on the run and yeah it's it means they can actually excel at it for just an average average athlete wow so doing a long run like you will get some help from someone who can give you some snacks and you just have that snacks and you just keep running. How can you manage that? Cause I can imagine if I have some food in my stomach, I can't even move. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's little things like Gatorade and most races generally have a, like a little table set up every five to 10 Ks and you drop off your bottles in the morning and they get placed out there. And then as you're running past, you, you grab your Gatorade bottle, take a few sips, throw it in the bin, throw it off the side of the road, and then there's another uh, element to it called gels where it's basically like really thick sugary paste that with a flavor of like, you know, lemon or chocolate. And then you rip open them and they're like a little, the size of a little chocolate bar and yeah, you just eat them. And most people, 95% of people have no issue with it. Some people have to work hard at digesting them and, and sort of practice with it, but everyone can digest them on the run. It's just, it's just practice. You're not having like a full burrito on the on the go. That's more the longer events. Oh. So it's like half of them just like drink liquid breakfast and half of the food is just like chocolate bar, protein bar. Yeah, yeah. So do you need to like just train yourself to get used to have some food and get the long run? Because you say like people, everyone can digest those kind of food because those food are easy to handle, right? 
But I'm just thinking about like, do you still need to train yourself to get your best performers to have the food at the same time you run on the road? Yeah, definitely. Because it's about training yourself to be able to collect your gel or your bottle from the table, open it, drink it, and then deal with it. A lot of people work off having 60 to 90 grams of carbohydrates per hour as like the bare minimum that they need to consume. And so some people can handle that easily and some people need to train and practice with that on their long runs and training once or twice a week. Some people have even trained their stomachs to be able to handle 120 grams per carbs per hour, which is pretty, pretty good. And yeah, but that's when you don't train and uh, you can get it down. It's just your stomach goes a bit funny. And then that's when you see people power vomiting at the end of races. Mm. Yeah. So talking about our training method, how do you compare uh, the practice uh, between a marathon and just like normal 2,000 or 4,000 kilometer round? Marathon, you just got to run lots of lots of easy miles and get your legs conditioned to a point where the muscles can handle being repeatedly used for through two, three hours. Where yeah. the shorter events are more focused on your top end speed. So if you do lots of long, easy running, you decrease your ability to, to hit that top end speed so the other part of marathon training is improving the speed at which you can run at before you start having trouble with your breathing and and producing lactic acid and to do that you just do lots of repetitions at you know five ten minutes with a break in between at a pretty fast speed uh, whereas for the shorter events you're doing things that are 60 seconds long a minute long uh, that's the same thing okay long repetitions and you're just working on your speed yeah so is there any speed change in marathon or you just try to maintain the same speed from the starting point to the end you try to maintain the same speed as best you can most people tend to slow up in the last five or so kilometers and so there's some people have a theory that well if they're going to slow down in the, in the last five or so kilometers then they may as well run at a pace that's a little bit faster and then they'll maybe average out. But we often see the best marathoners running faster in the, in the back half. So they'll run, if, they, if their marathon time is two and a half hours, they'll run the first half marathon in an hour 15 or an hour 16. And then they run the second half in an hour 15 or an hour 14. So it's either even or a negative split. And that's, that's how you do it. You just, and you've just got to really dial in that pace that you going to run out every kilometer and try and keep it the same that's the best way to run the marathon oh yes yeah. so it sounds like it's not only about like a physical competition it's also about mental competition right if it's such yeah. a long run and you kind of just run by yourself i need to maintain that speed trying to think about like where's my next stop how long should i go how far should i go yeah, and there's all these decisions that you have to make when you're running in a big marathon around people do you stick in the big group that's just a little bit faster than you or maybe feels a bit too fast or do you slow down to join the group behind you or do you run by yourself and have to deal with the mental battle of just being by yourself and trying to hit that pace and you get better at all those decisions through experience and running the marathon a few times hmm. i get it so let's get back to the um, the australian record because I, I know like Robinson and Daiwa, they break the record at the same day, but in a different event in different country. So can I say like right now, marathon is popular in some of the countries, but it's not popular in some other countries? 
or it's kind of like average you know over the world what do you think uh, i think it's improved in popularity across the world in the last couple of years i think covid had a lot to do with getting people inspired about running and getting back into and training and running was one of the easiest things you could do to, to continue an exercise regime and yeah i think across the world marathons are just having more and more numbers turn out to races yeah so um, what's the trend of this sport would you think do you think it's getting more popular in future or will it remain the same level like right now i think it'll get more popular as the shoe technology just continues to make it easier for people to run. A lot of people don't like running because it hurts their knees or hurts their legs. Whereas shoes these days are just so good and cushioned so that you can manage a three hour long run and then still get on with the rest of your day afterwards. Yeah. The only little part that makes me think that running could lose its place in the world and sphere of popularity is the fact that at the moment there's a lot of athletes that continue well not a lot of athletes but there's an increasing number of athletes that are being sanctioned by for taking illegal drugs and you just don't want a sport to keep getting that as its reputation of you know its champions uh only champions because of their illegal drugs use but I don't think the average runner really takes notice of that. Maybe the, the people who are deep diehards of the sport like me, yeah, we notice that. But I think the overall popularity of the sport is going to outgrow that anyway. Yeah. So even though it takes time, but it's still getting better right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you, you just mentioned like it took us 15 years to get the new record because during 80s or 90s, we, have, we had more competition. We had more sponsors. But right now for the full marathon, we don't have that many sponsors. So how do you compare like marathon to all the other sports? Like if we get into primary school or high school, right now the young kids, they prefer to play, play soccer or football, basketball. How can you convince them to let them get trained for marathon? Yeah, it's a hard question. Um, I don't really know the answer because you look at all the advertising power that a lot of the top sports have, like football, cricket, tennis, and it's just, you know, there's lots of youth programs, get involved, support your favorite team, wear the merchandise. Whereas marathon runners are these weird people that are really skinny and they go long running on Sunday morning at 7 a.m. And they look like they're undernourished. It's just, how do you get people excited about that? It's, it's really difficult. And I guess the way I've being excited about marathon running is I guess appreciating the, the beauty of the simplicity of the sport and the battle that it is just you and against the road or you and the time. And I think that's the way to get more primary school, high school children involved in running because there's so many different things that influence our lives when we're a student. And a lot of those things we can't control. We can't control what our parents do. We can't control our selection in the team. We can't control the other team's ability. Whereas running, everything is down to your control. For the majority, you control how much training you can do, what type of training, uh, what race you pick, how well you race, all those things. So, yeah, like uh, if I was marketing running marathons to a high school student, I'd say, look, if you want control over one thing in your life where your improvement is down to how much effort you put in, then running is that sport for you. And then from there, like, you know, the, the 
skills you learn from running will just easily translate over to university or your job, the ability to push yourself and maintain discipline and dedication to something. Mm, yeah, that sounds like some really good motivation plan, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, because um, yeah, there are like certain two challenges that can you mention. Just like you mentioned, like even if we get back to primary school, high school, if people they play young kids they play basketball, soccer, football, they kind of have a social circle in, and it's really hard to convince a young kid to just do another sports and just practice by him or herself. Because this would be a, a huge challenge. Because in primary or high school, you want to get along with other kids, so that's the first challenge. And the second challenge, I also think about like holding a marathon event. Just don't have that as much, as many as audience for like basketball game, soccer game. You can earn, you can only earn less money for that. Yeah, so that's the two biggest challenges that I can think about right now. So, but like you said, like doing a marathon gives you a different feeling. Uh, like you can enjoy the view or give you a chance. To think about your your life, your career, so maybe I reckon we can try to do the promotion for the people who are over twenty or thirty years old. Because I'm just thinking about like, when did you get be interested into marathon?、Mm, did you start like around your high school or primary school, or you started recently? I I was interested in running through school, and I did some races after school, but then I did my first marathon. When I was maybe twenty one, twenty two, and at the time it was like, nah, that's that's too long, that's too hard.、Uh, I didn't quite enjoy that, but now I'm back doing marathons, and I'm twenty seven, twenty eight, and I can see the the simplicity of it, and and really settled into the to the nature of the event. And so yeah, I think you're right. Like running as a activity for people who have had their time playing team sports and and. Uh, I guess enjoying their youth once they're slowly starting to get into the late twenties, thirties. Like running is a great time to to pick it up because it's a sport that you can appreciate. The if you work hard at something, you you're going to get a reward in ten, twelve weeks. Whereas you might not appreciate that as much for that process when you're late teens, early twenties. Yeah, so like it's never too late to get the proper training after your twenties or thirties. No, the the lady who broke the Australian marathon record, she started running when she was thirty three, and she's forty five now. So, yeah, it's it's a long game, but if you stick at it, who knows what you can do? Oh, that's nice. So I think like for marathon, basically we can、uh, promote other events to like people who are old, over twenties or thirties, because I can imagine like once、uh, teenagers get out of their schools. It's a bit. It's a bit difficult to find a basketball team or soccer team, right? Some of the time, we can only focus on like more like individual sport. Yeah, yeah. All the easiness of of school sport fades away pretty quickly when you're after you're nineteen, twenty. Like you want to have a couple of years where you're not involved in sport, and then if you don't want to bother with getting back into a team sport, then yeah, running is the perfect sport for you. You control. How much you do of it? How seriously you take it? And and when you do it, and you don't have to rely on someone to go for a run, you can you can always just go for a run. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So by starting from that, do we have like small local events in Australia for like marathon, even like a full marathon or half marathon? Do you have like some local events for local people? Yeah, there's heaps of events. Most states will have a race on each weekend, almost to a degree of. 
something from 5K to the full marathon, sometimes even longer. And that's the great thing about running these days. That's why I say the sport's getting an increase in popularity because it's not only running on the road, but there's trail running now and lots of fun runs or charity runs compared to maybe five, 10 years ago. So yeah, there's lots of different events that people can almost race it like a full, treat it like a full football season and, and just do races each weekend and see the same people and, and have fun. So yeah, it's, it's all, it's all pretty straightforward and pretty easy to get into. Oh, that's really nice because there is one more challenge that's come out of my mind. It's like, even if we try to tell people like marathon is a really good sport and you, you should get really get into it, but still different to like some boxing gym or fitness club because doing marathon, you just practice, you just do your training by yourself. And every time you don't really see too many person before you get into a competition. Yeah, that's one way of doing it. I mean, that's the style I have is that I like to do all my training by myself. But a lot of other people have groups that they run with every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and they meet up with those people, yeah, three or four times a week. And that's who they do their training with, or they might meet up with them every day for a run. So it's, and that's the great thing about running. If you can do that if you really want, if you're a social person, and there's always going to be people to run with. Or if you want to be by yourself when you do your running, and then that's cool too. But like, I really enjoy running by myself and then going to a race and seeing some familiar faces and saying hello and, and using that extra bit of adrenaline from that and energy in a race. Mm. So like for you, it doesn't really matter if you're just training by yourself or you have kind of some small social groups or have some friends to help you with that. It doesn't really matter. No, not for me. Mm. So what about like for this whole marathon events? Would you think a, a big social group would help us to promote this event more? Yeah, it would be better if people ran with people because that's how most things work in, in communities. The more people that do something together, the more they talk about it when they're at the coffee shop or the IGA. And so if we're all doing it in our little independent silos, then yeah, that's probably not great for the sport, but um that's just the way it is for me. Like there's not, there's not many other, there's no other runners that I know of that live um, here in Corn. So yeah, like it would be better if people ran with groups and people feeding off each other's energy and pushing themselves to train better. But sometimes that's just the way it is. Yeah. I think your social group online may help us to attract more sponsors. So thinking about that, like what kind of sponsors, sponsors do we usually have for marathon event, marathon competition? Uh, we just have lots of running shoe companies and nutrition companies, hydration companies. But I, I would like to see just more everyday businesses sponsoring things, you know, promoting a healthy lifestyle, like people like Harvey Norman or, or Apple, you know, just any normal company could sponsor a marathon event um, for its workers to, to get involved in running and support a healthy, active lifestyle. Oh, so the first tag we think about marathon is always like, a long way, healthy lifestyle. Well, yeah. that's that's really matches. Oh, that's good. Oh, okay. So basically, when you do the competition, you got a sponsor around, and sometimes you got someone's help to give you some snacks during a long run. But like, what about the other things? Do you need to prepare other things as an athlete, or you just need to prepare yourself and show on the event by yourself, and that's it? Yeah, you can just rock up to a marathon by yourself, pay money, 
and bring your drink bottles, bring your nutrition and, and go for it. It's the really simple sport. There'll be a five minute briefing before you start the race about, you know, don't, don't do this or make sure you turn here. But it's generally these events are really well organized and you can just rock up, chat to people in the race if you want, chat to people after the race or just rock up, run hard, race, get your medal, go home. That's pretty good. So for like uh, for a local charity marathon event or local marathon competition, how many people can really finish that? Anyone uh, finish that? Yeah, anyone can finish a marathon. Um, if you it do, just takes a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just takes a lot of time, uh, and the more training you do, means the quicker you finish. But anyone can finish it. Wow. So like, just like you mentioned, it's not. It's never be too late. To do the training, and right now, like everybody can participate into marathon, everyone can finish in just a matter of time. Yeah, unless you have some severe disability, and uh, where there is still options for you to run a marathon if, um, in a wheelchair or with an aid or a pacer. But yeah, everyone can finish a marathon. That's my that's always been a belief of mine. Um, and just people don't try enough, people don't try to do hard things, so they never know, they never know what they're capable of. Wow, so it sounds like to me it's, it's already a, a well-developed support for me right now. So despite of like business development, do you think there's anything we can do to improve the marathon itself? Um, maybe just more respect for the marathon as to what the event is, as to why it's 42Ks, yeah. why it's called the marathon. But yeah, like like you said, more more businesses getting around it, people are getting around it, so that's that's already on the improve. Um, and that'll slowly improve the, the quality of the sport. And who knows, 10 years' time, we could be having a conversation about how many marathons you've done, Matt. Oh, so normally, like, the only change we can do is about distance. It's longer version or shorter version. Yeah, but you can't, you can't do that with the marathon because it's always got to be the same distance. But just appreciating why it's that distance, you know, talk, telling the story about why. People love the, a good story about an event as to why they do it. So, yeah, I think that could be, there could be a bit more evidence or information around that. Yeah, so right now we have, like, a, a full marathon and a half marathon, right? Yeah. So, we do think there will be like even more shorter version of marathon in future, or do you think it's never going to happen? No, no. Well, we've already got the 10,000, 5,000K races. Like, that's the shorter versions. Um, and that's, yeah, that's all we need. We don't need any more events. Like, it's already busy enough with the, with the race calendar. So, you think like 10K is short enough? It just can't be more. Yeah. Yeah. 5K is all right as well. But, yeah. <laughs> so which one would you prefer? Would you prefer a full marathon or you prefer half marathon or 10K? I like the full marathon. Because it's like more traditional one. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So like if we do a full marathon or even we do a half marathon, would the training method be different? Uh yeah. Like the shorter you go, the more speed you need. And the longer you or the longer you go, the the more just easy running you want to have in there and more long runs at two hours, hour and a half. Yeah. So I think like there must be like more people who can finish the half marathon with a better result than doing full marathon, right? Because it's just shorter. Yeah. More people can finish that with a better better performance. Yeah, but then it's only a half marathon. It's not the full one. So you think like the half marathon will never replace the full one? No. Mm. 
Yeah. It'd be like creating a soccer match that's over in 45 minutes. Sure, it'd be done quicker and sooner, but people will always respect the original 90-minute length of a soccer match. Oh, yeah. And for some like traditional marathon fans or some hardcore fans, they will never say half marathon is marathon. Sometimes like that. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so basically like we already developed a really good training method or the the method, the way we hold the event, and we also talk about like the business promotion. Maybe we can focus on the people who are over twenties or thirties because they get out of the, the university, they jump out of school. Uh, it's a bit hard to find a team to play basketball or soccer, and it's also a good time for us to do some individual sport because we want to get improvement of our healthy lifestyle. We get want to focus on ourselves, and it's basically like it's a whole plan for marathon. And um, I think that's about it. So like maybe local area, we can start, like you said, doing a, a local charity event to get people get more interested into marathon and telling them like we can, we can have a better lifestyle by doing marathon. And maybe in the next level, we can have higher competition. So w- once we have some um, athletes they just come out in their second level, they finish their training and they want to have a higher competition so they can go to the next level. And then, we we'll even have we we'll even hold a, a competition like nationally. So yeah. that's the basic plan that you think we can improve the marathon in Australia, even the whole world. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's about it. Maybe next time we can see a new record coming, just in five years, you reckon? Or maybe you still think it's going to take a long time for full marathon? Um, no, I think, I think. Within five years, we might see another record. Not not by as much as what we saw last week in terms of the you know a minute off of it, but I think there's yeah a chance of another record being broken within five years. But it could be a challenge for full marathon, right? Because you you mentioned right now we have more sponsors, we have more uh, athletes doing full marathon, uh, sorry half marathon or even a shorter version. So yeah. it could be a challenge for full marathon. Yeah, could be, but no, yeah. I like the way I see the sport going, so I like the chances of it. Yeah, but the full marathon is always there because it's just more traditional. Yep. That's the marathon we have at the first place. So people will pay more respect to that and it's never going to be replaced. Yep. That's awesome. That's pretty good. Thanks for telling me those knowledge about marathon. No worries. Thanks for asking. Yeah. I think we even have a better future if we get like more play or more assets drawn into this part. It's sport. Like Even if we don't have we don't have a new record coming for the next year, next 10 years, but if we have more people participate in this sport, it's still a really good thing, right? Yeah, exactly. More people running, better that we'll all be. That's pretty awesome. So you're going to have your running training in the next hours, right? I know you're going to be ready for your competition in the next week or two. Yeah, I've got a next race coming up in about a month. So yeah, doing some training right after this and then going off to work. So yeah. That's pretty awesome. Would you like to tell us about like what competition you're gonna participate in the next week or two? Uh, yeah, next in a month I'm doing just a race around uh national park where my parents live, and yeah, it's about twenty k's. I did it last year and won it, so I like running it, and I'll I'll give it another crack. Uh, it's all on trails though, so but yeah, I've just got to get back into some good, consistent training over the next month to make sure I'm ready for it. And if I'm not ready, then I won't enter. So you're doing some 
make the whole competitions to get prepared for a bigger competition. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I hope you get on stand on the top of the podium next week. <laughs> yeah, it's in a month. So, yeah. I see in a month. I wish you good luck. Yeah, thank you. Uh, good luck with whatever you're up to this weekend. Oh, good. Thank you. We'll talk soon. All right. See you, man. See ya.